Denise Marley from the Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Wednesday, November 2nd. So today we do have the moon in Aquarius moving out of this Aquarian energy and moving into Pisces. The moon will be going void, of course, from 7.09 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 2.47 p.m., now, when the moon is void, things get shaky, things get unstable, we're highly emotional, we're super confused, it's not a good time to take action, to make any decisions, to commit to anything, and of course, the urgency to do just that is going to be there. Of course, we just had our first quarter moon in Aquarius just yesterday. We ushered in this brand new month, this brand new energy with a crisis point of action and urgency. If you haven't listened to November's energy forecast, I'm going to recommend you go do that. If you haven't listened to yesterday's energy forecast, I'm going to recommend you do that. It definitely kind of sets the stage for what it is that we can plan to experience as we move throughout the month of November. Keep in mind, we are halfway through the eclipse season, halfway through Scorpio season. And of course, the first quarter moon in Aquarius yesterday signified, gave us that marker that we are halfway between that new moon partial solar eclipse in Scorpio we just had on October 25th. And of course, the full moon total lunar eclipse that we will be having in Taurus energy on the 8th. So this Aquarian energy, of course, provided us with an opportunity to act as the observer to emotionally detach ourselves from the situations that have been popping off in Scorpio season that are really showing us what needs to end what needs to die in order for us to be able to have the space to create and give birth to something new. With the Aquarian energy now shifting into Piscean energy, we're moving from the highest form of our intellect, from that observer visionary mentality, all the way into the depths of our heart and soul space. Pisces energy is a water sign. We are in Scorpio season, which is a water sign. You best believe that there is going to be a lot of feels over the next couple of days. And of course, because we are in Scorpio season where it is about death, rebirth and transformation, and we move into Piscean energy, which is about endings and beginnings, you best believe that we're about to feel a huge amount of energy being cleansed from our soul level. We have to cleanse it. We have to transform it. We have to alchemize it before we can begin again. So there's definitely going to be a lot of feels come up. Our intuition is going to be very strong. It may be very hard for us to focus on the tasks, the chores that need attention to detail or our intellect to be on point because we're living in la-la land. We're living in fantasy land. We really are kind of um, living in the unseen realm of energy in the spiritual realm in order for us to do that deep-seated cleansing in our karma and our soul. And of course, we have to be constantly trying to redefine what it is that our dreams actually are. And we are receiving a lot of intuitive insight at this particular time that will help us piece together what it is that we want to pursue from here. So there are 11 different aspects here today. Seven of them involve the moon. So before we even get into these moon energies, 
we have Mercury interacting with Jupiter. This is a beautiful energy. This is a positive interaction. Of course, Mercury rules over the mental plane and Mercury right now in Scorpio energy is definitely more in alignment with intuition than we are intellect. We're trying to blend the two together. There's always this, you know, beautiful energy that we can get when we open the door to our intuition, to our feels, and we allow our logical, practical intellect to really work with some of the gut instincts that are coming at us right now. Of course, Mercury being in Scorpio is all about hidden truths, unveiling the truth, really flipping over and unearthing a lot of the energetic blockages in our shadow self that's preventing us from actually aligning with a higher mission, a higher purpose. And Jupiter, of course, just went retrograde, crept back into that Piscean energy. So this is some water on water energy. Jupiter is about growth and expansion, about our beliefs, about our blessings. And now retrograde in Pisces, we definitely have the time to kind of rest, take a time out, take stock, take inventory, figure out where it is that we need to reconnect with our intuition, with our higher selves, where it is that we need to kind of recalibrate our energy, redefine what it is that our dreams actually are. And Mercury being in Scorpio is going to help us kind of dissect the layers there, especially with a lot of the limiting beliefs that we have had that we are still trying to kind of process and remove in order for us to see what it is that we're actually being kind of triggered, active and inspired to pursue from here. Now, just keep in mind, Jupiter is a magnifier. He turns the volume all the way up. And right now, this is big dreams, big visions, big feels. And we might get a little bit overwhelmed with all of the things swirling in our mental plane and swirling in our heart space. We might not be able to put our finger on what it is that's actually being triggered and activated within us. But just know that there are some big energy shifts taking place in our inner realm on the soul level that will start revealing themselves in our conscious mind and on our physical reality as we kind of close out this next chapter of Scorpio season. So just keep in mind, usually when we come into a season, we experience the shadow part of that energy. And then we get to like the 16 degrees of this particular energy, that's the halfway point, then we start balancing things out, start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, start kind of tapping in to the positive qualities and characteristics of the sign of the season that we're in. So we are at this point kind of turning that darkness into light, turning that pain into power, and definitely having a lot more realizations that will illuminate where it is that we're going, instead of being so focused on where it is that we are coming from and where it is that we have been. Now, the moon is going to interact with Neptune. Neptune is retrograde in Pisces energy in such a way that it is likely going to be a trigger and an activation for us in our outside world, in our outside realm. And this trigger and activation is likely going to put us in a situation where we aren't really enjoying what it is that we are seeing taking place around us. And this can feel very overwhelming uh, to the point where we just want to kind of, you know, crawl up in a ball and just kind of sleep through this particular point of our reality. We want to kind of escape reality and live in la la land at this particular point in time. But what we need to be doing is taking uh, the observation point that, of course, the moon in Aquarius allows us to have and really kind of see from the actions that we are having to observe from other people around us, 
what it is that we are being asked to do with that. Now, if we're acting, reacting, I should say, from ego, we are going to let our unconscious program just pop off. We have to consider the fact that Mars is retrograde, right? So Mars being retrograde, we, we really do have to kind of, you know, clamp down on our reactive egoic response. Now, if we have an awareness, we will be able to act as the observer and see where there is a spiritual lesson here for us to learn by aligning with our intuition. Neptune retrograde in Pisces makes that a very strong quality and characteristic for us to align with the uh, highest form of observation coming from the moon in Aquarius gives us that bird's eye view where we can see people's motives. We can see the connecting dots, if you will. And when we are able to kind of press pause on our ego, reacting to certain situations that are meant to trigger us and show us what it is that we are no longer willing to experience and tolerate, when we can pause that, we can see the bigger, brighter picture. And from that, use our higher self as the observer to see how it is that we can respond to this particular situation in a way that we haven't responded before. This is how we break the chain. This is how we heal is by being consciously aware of the unconscious program that our ego wants us to act out from and choose a different path and plan. The moon is going to trine Mars. This is a beautiful, beautiful energy that we definitely need at this point. Um, just keep in mind that Mars being freshly retrograde in Gemini energy, we are still trying to acclimatize to this particular energy. All of the energy that we're normally putting out to the world is now internalized. And that's why we're feeling a little bit edgy, a little bit agitated, if you will. Um, the moon interacting with Mars in this way is likely going to provide us with a lot of insight on the path forward that we want to take, especially using the, this earlier interaction with Neptune as a key indicator on what it is that we are going to do differently. Keep in mind, Gemini energy that Mars is in is about duality. It's about, you know, the two very vast different extreme choices, actions, ideas, decisions, paths, directions that we have to take. And Mars who is normally very impulsive and just wants to take action and think about the consequences later, can't do that in a retrograde. We have to really think about our, um, I'm going to say consequences, long-term goals, but mostly how it is that we are going to use our energy because many of us are very low on energy at this point. So the greatest lesson that Mars is going to teach us through this retrograde is energy management. Who and what is worth our energy at this point? And can we strategically, logically, practically, plan a path forward so that we're not wasting our time. We're not wasting our energy. We are going to get a lot of insight. We are going to be motivated, a little bit more passionate, uh, tapping into our want, need, and desire to push forward, to see the path, to gain some clarity. This is going to be a good vibe for us, definitely a little bit of a pep in our step. And this is the last aspect that the moon is going to be making before going void, of course. While the moon is void, again, we don't want to commit to anything. Things are a little bit shaky while the moon is void. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, insecurities and doubts that come up while the moon is void. The moon is going to interact with Pluto, the great transformer. And what we are seeing here is that they're interacting in, in quite a way that is going to pop off a situation outside of us that we're going to have the ability to boss up 
to handle things differently, to really flex our power and control, not only over the situation, but over our energy, over our reactions, likely even over our anger. This is going to show us where it is that we have to kind of free ourselves, liberate ourselves, if you will, from some people, some roles and responsibilities, some situations altogether, because of course, we are going through Scorpio season where we have to realize what needs to end in order for new things to begin. We are about to jump into new soul contracts. This is why it feels like we are going through an essential death, a dark night of the soul, if you will, because we are. We have to kind of cleanse and tie up the loose ends of the past before we can boss up and step into the new soul contracts that are unfolding in front of us. And with Pluto in play, you best believe that this is going to be an aha moment that we can't unknow. This is going to be a tension filled, conflicting type of energy. And we're really going to have um, the opportunity to choose better for ourselves and to step into a place of empowerment because of the new observations, again, Aquarius energy that we are able to make before we allow our ego to react and to respond. The moon is going to make a semi square, a little bit of a tension point, a little bit of a conflict with Chiron, the wounded healer who was retrograde in Aries energy. This is definitely going to open up those wounds. Sometimes even when we're put in a position where we are proud of ourselves for, you know, standing up for ourselves or for saying no, when people expect us to say yes, or whatever the case may be kind of feeding off this earlier situation uh, with Pluto, giving us an opportunity to boss up, to take power and control back over our lives. Sometimes even though we are, we should be proud of ourselves, it doesn't last too long. Then we start wondering, oh my goodness, did I hurt their feeling? Should I have done that? It feels strange for me to say no when people expect me to say yes. I wonder, did I disappoint them? This is very much the dialogue that will likely start kind of entering into our mental plane because Chiron wants to illuminate the wounds. And of course, we are needing to sit in the funk of our wounds in order to realize what it is that we have to do to heal them. Because Chiron is retrograde in Aries energy, this is about our reinvention of self. And if you have been a people pleaser, which many of us have been, and you're finally standing in your power and advocating for yourself and implementing boundaries and saying no, when people expect you to say yes, it can feel very foreign, it can feel very unfamiliar, and it can almost feel like you did something wrong. This is a realization on where it is that you are changing your strength, your ego, your identity, and that's okay, but it's going to feel uncomfortable to do so, especially seeing how, you know, the moon is void. And instead of standing in the positive qualities and characteristics of the energy that we're currently sitting in, we tend to sit in the shadow element of that. And in Aquarian energy, uh, the shadow element is that we're just, we're shaky, we're nervous, we are kind of closed off, we're cold, we're rigid, we're pushing people away. And especially after we stand up for ourselves and actually like boss up and, and, and advocate for ourselves and implement a boundary and, and change the course of, you know, saying no, when most people expect us to say yes, that can feel like we are making too many changes at one time. And it can definitely make us feel like we are the bad guy, even though we are acting as the good guy in the storyline of us. We are the starring role in the movie. Just sometimes it doesn't feel like that. And right now, the 
heroic moves that we just made in order to honor ourselves start to feel like we just did something bad. Now, Venus is going to interact with Chiron in not the nicest way. And let me just say this. This is insecurities, fears, doubts coming to the surface, not just because the the moon is void, but because Venus, who is in Scorpio energy, trying to really, you know, sit in the shadow realm of her negative thoughts, her negative feelings, and, and kind of dig into the unconscious part of ourselves to see where we lack value, where we lack worth, where we really don't believe in ourselves or believe that we deserve happiness. That's the shadow realm of the Scorpio energy. Um, and of course, Chiron is the wounded healer who is retrograde in Aries energy. So this is all about, you know, the pain and the suffering and where it is that we We've kind of intertwined our pain and suffering and trauma story into our identity so much that we don't know who it is that we would be if we just healed ourselves and abandoned this pain and trauma story. We got a lot going on, but let me just say that the insecurities and the fears and the doubts are going to be very, very loud midday when we have this particular interaction between Venus and Chiron. And what it's going to do is make it very uncomfortable for us to be in our own skin, first of all, because we're sitting in the darkness of our own funk, doesn't feel good. And then we kind of feel alienated from the people around us because we're kind of creating distance. Because if we're not stable in the way that we feel, we don't really want to be around other people. And then to make things even more kind of awkward, we feel like we want to express ourselves, like we want to have a chat, like we want to get things off our chest, but we feel very like awkward doing so. We don't feel comfortable sharing uh, our love, our affection with the people that we love right now. It is almost like we are just, uh, we're running away from intimacy. And that is what that Scorpio energy is trying to do for Venus is to show her where it is that first of all, she has to look into herself again, intimacy into me, I see. She has to look into herself and figure out the wounds, figure out the voids that she unconsciously is looking outside of herself to the people that she loves to fulfill those voids and to heal those wounds without her even acknowledging that they're alive and well within her. So we have all of these vulnerabilities, all these insecurities, all these fears coming up. We want to talk about it because we're looking outside of ourselves to the people that we love to reassure us that everything is okay. But yet we feel awkward to even have those conversations because we don't know how it is to actually articulate what it is that we're feeling. So now we're just making things uncomfortable uh, in our exchanges, in our conversations, in our relationships, and honestly, uncomfortable in our own skin. Now, lucky for us, this isn't going to last very long. We do have the moon interacting in a way with Jupiter shortly after this particular awkward interaction uh, that would suggest that we are just illuminating where it is that we're uncomfortable. Keep in mind, Jupiter likes to magnify things, turns the volume all the way up on whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling. And right now we're not thinking or feeling so positive or so good. And it is important for us to take that magnifying glass and to really zoom in on what the primary root cause of us feeling this way actually is. This is how we examine our shadow self. This is how we take a good look at the darkest parts of ourself and then show ourselves how it is that we can morph that into something good, into a power placement instead of letting it totally disable us. And the moon interacting with Jupiter in this way, yep, it's not going to feel good. Um, 
It is going to magnify where it is that we are sitting in the funk, sitting in the darkness. It is going to show us where it is that we have to work a little bit harder to grow past these uncomfortable fears and doubts and insecurities and where it is that we have to maybe open up our heart and open up our mind a little bit more than what it is that we're currently doing in order to find validation and reassurance, first of all, within ourselves before we even bother trying to get what it is that we probably won't get from the people that we love. This is an inside job. And this has a lot to do with limiting beliefs as well. Jupiter, of course, being about beliefs. Um, and right now we're not feeling so hot about ourselves and we're not really sitting in our worth and our value and what it is that we actually deserve. So it doesn't feel good to sit in the shadow realm of self, but it is absolutely necessary seeing that we are in Scorpio season and seeing that we do have to kind of examine these parts of us in our unconscious self so that we can bring it into our conscious awareness and rewrite the script, flip the dialogue, rewrite the code so that we can turn this pain, this darkness into a source of power and light. Now at 2:47 PM, this is when the moon moves into Piscean energy. The very first aspect that the moon and Pisces is going to make is a positive interaction with the true node. Now, the true node is our soul's path. It's our destiny point. This is, you know, we're in eclipse season. So this is why we're talking about the true nodes uh, on the Taurus and Scorpio axis, because this is the spiritual life lesson that we jumped into in the fall of 2021. And this is why we're having eclipse energies and in this Taurus and Scorpio axis is all about what needs to die in order for something new to be born. What needs to end in order for something stronger to be built in its place? What is the give and take within myself, within our personal relationships? And, you know, we're, we're smack dab in the middle of eclipse season. We're awaiting this uh, full moon, total lunar eclipse taking place in Taurus on the eighth, but the moon interacting with the true node right now is trying to do a little bit of calming, a little bit of soothing. We have to consider the fact that the moon in Pisces is trying to kind of cleanse our soul, cleanse our spirit, really illuminate for us what it is that we have to get back to as far as a spiritual practice goes, as far as trusting our intuition goes, as far as doing a deep dive into the spiritual lessons that have been thrown at us and see what it is that we're supposed to be learning from this. And when we do this, we have aha moments. And when we have aha moments, our mental plane shifts. And when our mental plane shifts, our heart space and our emotions shift. And when we get our heart and our head on the same page, we're actively piecing together the plan and the strategy that we have to take action on in our physical realm to actually move forward. And that's exactly what the true node wants us to do is to get us on the right path that we need to be on to reach our soul's mission, to reach our soul's purpose. And there's no better refresher for us to be kind of deep diving into right now than the Piscean energy. Because again, Jupiter just retrograded in Piscean energy. This is taking us back to the chapter that we began late 2020, early 2021. And we are essentially trying to perfect and master whatever qualities and characteristics um, have been really in our face as far as soul work goes, our intuition goes, uh, soul contracts go, dreams, like we have a lot going on that we just kind of got um, blocked from paying attention to since May. And now we have a lot to review. And this is about kind of reconnecting to our soul self to see what it is now that we're being inspired to pursue. 
So Venus goes ahead. Here's a very interesting little uh, aspect we got going on. Venus goes ahead, directly opposes, okay, the North Node that is currently in Taurus energy, which means that she is sitting exactly directly next to the South Node in Scorpio. Again, this is why we're on the Taurus and Scorpio axis. This is why we are learning these particular spiritual life lessons. So what we can gain from this, first of all, Venus being in Scorpio, we just kind of covered that. She's in the, the shadow realm of things. She's sitting across from the North Node. The North Node wants us to get on that path, wants us to move into new territory. And in Taurus, this is about letting go of the shadow realm of our thoughts and feelings, Scorpio energy, the darker thoughts, the darker emotions, in order to build ourselves up. Taurus energy with new worth, new values within ourself, Taurus energy with new confidence, with new self-esteem, Taurus energy, in order for us to build new foundations in our life. What do we need to give birth to? What do we need to create? First of all, with our routine, and it starts with the way that we think. Secondly, with the people that we're sharing our lives with, because Taurus energy is very focused on relationships. Thirdly, we are looking at our finances and not only our finances and our resources, but the skills and talents that we've been sleeping on and keeping in the back pocket and pushing back into the back corner of our minds that we need to be unleashing in order to absolutely align with our, I'm going to say heart space with our soul space, with our raw and authentic individual original talents and skills. This is about our uniqueness and what it is that we have to be tapping into individually in order to create safety and security and stability in our lives so that we're not, you know, flying by the seat of our pants so that we're not feeling crazy and chaotic all the time. And Venus being in the depths of her darkness in the Scorpio energy right now is looking at the North node in Taurus and saying, and, and again, keep in mind, Venus rules over the Taurus energy, right? So there's this want, need and desire to boss up and to be able to do what is required of all of us because we all have Venus energy in us in order to be standing in our power in order to give birth to and create new elements in our lives, which is the North node in Taurus. That is the jam. That is the vibe. That is the whole goal. However, Venus in Scorpio energy sitting across from the North Node in Taurus means that it's sitting directly next to the South Node in Scorpio. The South Node is what it is that we are bringing in from our past experiences, whether it's this life or previous lives, doesn't matter. It is what is old, tried, tested and true. It is what is familiar. It is what we tend to lean back on because it feels safe to us. Doesn't necessarily mean it's good. It just means that it's safe. And right now there is this want, need and desire to fall back into old patterns, into old relationships, into old thoughts, old patterns, old behaviors, old actions, everything old that we just work so hard to get rid of, to move on from. And the reason why we want to do this is because we're trying to distract ourselves and create distance between us and our feelings, between us and our, our soul's urgency to get our shit together and to actually move on. We are so tired of having to wake up and try 
So tired of having to be the better person. So tired of constantly looking at our lives and what is falling apart and what is being removed and what is ending and what is, you know, having the door be closed on. We're so tired of seeing things fall apart that we don't really have the energy to boss up and to start building and start creating. So what do we do? We make excuses. What do we do? We run back to what is old and familiar and doesn't require us to be our best selves. That doesn't require us to boss up. That doesn't require us to put forth our best energy and effort in order to create something new. And that is not good. We want to resist the temptation of going back to anything that we busted our ass to actually outgrow, to move away from, to heal from. We do not want to go back. But the energy is there. So we have to resist it at all costs because we do not want to go back there. We've grown too much to go back to some of the things that we have this want, need and desire to go back to just to prevent ourselves from having to boss up to be the better person and to actually dig deep and create something new. So then the sun in Scorpio goes ahead and makes a very awkward interaction with Mars, who again is retrograde and Gemini energy. Mars also is the co-ruler of Scorpio energy. So there's a little bit of friction on top of this already awkward interaction because the sun in Scorpio shines a bright light on what it is that we need to do in order to embody the qualities and characteristics of Scorpio energy, which is standing in our power, which is being an alchemist, turning the darkness into light, turning the pain into power. Basically, transform thyself. Now, Mars, still trying to adjust to this retrograde energy, still agitated as hell that he's not able to just take action in the outside world. He actually has to stop and put things through a filter and think strategically and long term about the consequences of his actions. He's not so fond of that. So this is why we're getting a little bit revved up, why we're a little bit on edge, why we have a little bit of restlessness and agitation just sitting there ready to just, you know, hulk out. And with this particular interaction, it feels like we are getting anxious. Why? Because we want to move on. What are we moving on from? We don't even know. We just know that we're uncomfortable here. We don't like it. And there's got to be something better. But can we move on right now? No. Why? Because we are not allowed to just take willy nilly actions. We have to be calculated and strategic with the energy that we have, with the actions that we take, with the direction, and the path that we are going to be uh, asserting ourselves on. The path isn't clear. It won't be clear until the eclipse window closes and until we're technically midway, almost fully through the month of November. So we're trying to rush the process. We want to rush the decisions that we're trying to make. We want to rush the choices on our plate. We want to rush making uh, an action to actually like push ourselves forward on a new path. We're putting pressure on the process that should be unfolding organically because we're under eclipse energy right now. We think we know better. We do not. We think we know the plan and the path and the direction. We do not. We think that if we just try to rush the planning process, the logical, practical process in our heads of trying to sort out the pros and cons, the ups and downs and everything else, that we're able to align with the decision and we can just say, yep, this is what we're going to do. We're going to see what happens. Let's push forward. As long as I can get out of this rut that I'm currently in, I don't care what happens. I don't care what awaits me. Well, guess what? You should because you're going to make a damn mess of things. You're also going to make a damn fool out of yourself. Trust me when I say that. This is an energy that 
is likely going to be very manipulative, very agitated, very aggressive. Um, this is an energy that may be even instigating a little bit of a conflict, a little bit of a fight. We're in Gemini energy, so we don't mind having a little bit of a battle royale of the intellect, some confrontational communications. That was we're, That's what we're looking at. We're looking for a fight. We're looking at somebody to F around and find out, right? Not a good vibe. Not a good vibe. We're craving action that we can't take. We're craving progress that we can't have. We're craving clarity that hasn't come yet. And because of that, we're damn near close to throwing a tantrum. That's Mars energy. We have to be very careful with this because our impatience, our restlessness, our anxiety is at the top of the red line here. And that's why I say to you, throw yourself into some physical exercises, clean your house, uh, scrub them walls, scrub the floor, do whatever you can to physically exert the restless energy that is building up inside of you that is pushing you to impulsively take action on things that you should not be taking action on. You got to do something with that physical body and give it a healthy outlet to get that energy out before you make a mess of yourself and of the circumstances around you. Lastly, we're going to have the moon in Pisces make a very positive interaction with Uranus, the great awakener who is retrograde in Taurus energy, trying to show us where it is that there's a shake up and a wake up to where it is that we have to detach and change our minds and really open ourselves up to spontaneity, to change, to expect the unexpected, to let that wild card energy in to help us morph our physical 3D realms where routines are concerned, where our self-worth, our self confidence is concerned, where our relationships are concerned, where our money matters are concerned. Does it feel good? No, it doesn't feel good to have Uranus in Taurus. It's been there for quite a few years. It will continue to be there for quite a few years. They're conflicting energies. Taurus energy is an earth energy that just wants to be fixed, staying in its little rut. Uranus energy is a, an electric air energy that just wants us to, you know, move out of our own comfort zones, move out of our own way. Stop living in a rut. Stop doing the same mundane tasks and chores and routines every day. Stop attaching yourself to people, places, and things that you've intertwined into your identity so greatly that you wouldn't even know who you were if they disappeared and were removed out of your life. This is a conflicting energy. Lucky for us, the moon in Pisces is making a positive aspect with Mr. Uranus which means that we're going to have a profound shift in our perspective. We're going to get a zap of inspiration, a huge download of ideas, a huge perspective shift where we have an aha moment that we can't unknow and essentially connecting the dots on what it is that we need to be wrapping up, ending in our lives. Again, Pisces energy endings and beginnings, cleansing ourselves from the negative forces of our limiting beliefs of our, I'm going to say, overwhelming thoughts and emotions that we don't seem to have a good grip on and see where the transformation on a soul level is taking place. We're in Scorpio season. This is the transformation of the soul. Okay. This is what alchemy is, is like literally changing the darkness into light, the pain into power that will essentially change the foundation of who it is that we are. The moon in Pisces here is to allow us to align with our highest self, our intuition, our spiritual self, so that the changes that are taking place in our body, in our mind, in our heart space, in our physical realm are all divinely scripted for our best outcome, for our soul's evolution, for our soul's potential. <laughs> 